Hello, everyone. Welcome to Lift. My name is Jen, and I'm so excited that you're here. Um, this is officially my first recorded episode. I am thrilled. Um, by the way, Lift stands for Love, Inspire, Fitness, and Trust. All the things that are very important to me. So, First off, I want to start by saying I, my day was, my week was completely made um, with the people that shared my link, my Facebook page, my Instagram page um, for Lyft and shared my information. That was amazing. And so thank you guys for doing that. I started off by saying I, I was thinking my mom and dad were going to be the only listeners. So <laughs> it slowly showing that that is not the case. So um, anyway, thank you guys and welcome. Welcome to my first episode. I'm super excited today. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to get through this episode. I have waited for this for a while now. I have got a very dear person to me. Oh my gosh, I could go on. I don't want to embarrass you. Too late. <laughs> you already have. <laughs> I've got my dear friend Joe with me. Um, he has agreed to do this. I don't know if he knows for sure what I've gotten him into, but we're just winging this. Joe, welcome. Thank you. So honored to be here. So, so honored. I'm, I'm thrilled to death to be on, on, on the initial episode of Lyft. Are you excited? More than you. So, Joe was over uh, uh, last night. We I've had some friends over. We had a great time, and we we're high up on candy and uh, pancakes and all the stuff. But we were Googling and YouTubing how to get both of my microphones to work. And I think with Joe's help, we have figured it out. So More like in spite of Joe, you figured it out. <laughs> This might not even be recording, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll talk for two hours and it's not recording. Anyway, Joe McAdoo. Yes. What is up? Oh, I'm just excited to be here, first of all. I know. This is fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. And Joe is kind of going to be, um, I don't want to say sidekick. That, that is, that yeah, I might, I might have a recurring role, you might call it. Yes, a recurring role. <laughs> Let's put you, yeah, just, I'm not going to put you on the payroll because no, there is no there's, there's a one. There's no money involved in this, okay? Uh, no, but Joe has been um, a huge um, inspiration to me and just, a, a, I mean, really a best friend, my number one dude. Yeah. Um, that I go to. So Joe's one of those friends that, um, you know, if I'm, if I've got something going on or really anything, I call him and it doesn't even ring and he picks up and I appreciate <laughs> that. But Joe tells me what I need to hear. And sometimes it's, um, not what I want to hear. And I'll find somebody else to go to. Until somebody tells me what I want to do. Exactly. Hear. So, um, and then, you know, sometimes it's the next day or a week or a month later. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was right. Yeah. He's he's just one of those friends. But uh, you have taught me so much on this journey that I've been on for about three years. And um, you were the first person I thought of, of being on here because I think your message and, um, you know, with so many people that you've helped that I've seen. Um, I just want that to be a big part of what this podcast is about. So 
How does that sound? It sounds good to me. Okay, uh, let me grab I, I, I like the way, I like what what you started with with that with uh, this discussion is uh, um, a lot about we need more truth tellers in our lives, right? We talked we mm. talked about that last night a little bit that uh, when you develop a relationship and people trust you that you can tell them the truth and and hopefully they'll be in a position that they want to hear it. Uh, I need more truth tellers in my life. I there's a long period of my life where 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 I you know I, I lied to myself and. And, and I didn't want anybody to tell me the truth because it scared me. Um, this journey that we talk about is, uh, has, uh, oh, it's been, it's, it's been, it's been crazy. Hasn't it? Hasn't it been wild? Yeah. I think about that a lot. Um, you were asking me some questions about uh, more personal stuff. You know, you know, I was, you know, I'm, I'm an army brat, military, got mm-hmm. my dad was in the military, kind of grew up a lot, uh, and moved a lot of different places and, and there's advantages and disadvantages to that, right? Um, I didn't, uh, I didn't develop a lot of real close relationships, and, and sometimes that's good because I can put a mask on and I can be who, maybe who, uh, mm. who I think you want me to be, rather than who I really am. Right. Uh, so I had good practice at that as a young, being young, and um, and we were talking a little bit uh, earlier about uh, leading a purposeful life. We talked a lot about that, and I. And I was thinking about, you know, as, as I've, uh, as I grew up and as I, as I kind of went through life, I bumped into a lot of stuff. I didn't, I didn't lead a purposeful life. I bumped into a marriage, you know, <laughs> literally, just bumped right into it. literally I was at the mall and, <laughs> and saw this young lady and bumped into her and started talking to her. And then six months later I was married to her. Really? Yes. I didn't know about the six month thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And, it was, and, and it was all long distance too. And how old were you? I, I, see, I see, I thought I was smart. I thought I was, I waited in life. I, I waited till I was 32 to get married. Uh-huh. And I thought I was, I thought the chronological time made me mature enough and, and it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of, of being 32 when I was really probably about 16 mm-hmm. in maturity level. Um, but, but th- th- that has been for the longest time. That was my experience as I bumped into, like I said, a marriage, I bumped into a, bumped into a career. Uh, I had a friend, uh, uh that, uh, we, we both played college basketball and, and he worked at a prison down in Savannah. He uh, asked me to, um, to come volunteer with the inmates to, at, at the prison and play basketball with them because we both played basketball in college. It was an interesting situation because the warden had a, had a staff team of, of, of people that would play against inmate teams. Every, every inmate building had a team. And every time the inmate team beat the staff team, the warden would buy McDonald's for the, for, for the inmate team. <laughs> Oh, that was that was a huge deal. That's a I'm big guessing. deal. Yeah, we're talking about state prison now. We're not talking about the county county jail. You know where they're going to get out in ten days. We're talking about big boy stuff. Oh wow! And um, and so that getting McDonald's and getting a burger and a, and, a, and a milkshake was a big deal. Well, what happened when I started playing? Not just because of me, but we started winning. And then the warden, after about two games, he said, "Joe, do you want to do you want a job here at the prison?" I said, "I said doing what?" He said, "Playing basketball against the inmates." So I started playing. That's how I bumped into a job and that turned into a 27-year career with the state, you know, just by bumping into stuff, a non-purposeful life. And as a result, you know, everything that happened to me, I felt lucky. You know, it wasn't like I, you know, I felt I worked hard, but not like it was a goal of mine to get to this place or that place. It was kind of like, like I said, a series of of happenstance that got me to a place. And when I got there, I always say, how did I get here? I was so lucky to get here. Yeah. And so it, 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 it leads to the anti-purposeful life, right? Right. And then um, 
I ended up, I ended up, that was in Savannah. That was at a place called uh, uh, Coastal State Prison down in Garden City over by Gulfstream Aerospace where they make, where, where they make the G5s and the G4s you hear about, you know, in song a lot, you know, those, those, those private planes. And, and uh, I ended up, um, I ended up going to grad school and I went to grad school, not because I, I really, was, not because I, I really wanted to go to grad school. I went to grad school because some people that I knew were going to grad school. And mm -hmm. I said, well, if they're smart enough to get in, maybe I can get in. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't even, it wasn't even, a, um, a, again, a goal of mine. And then I ended up, after I finished school, I ended up here in Atlanta and, um, and, and worked through a series of jobs. And, and actually the, the job I have now, I work at uh, St. Jude's Recovery Center down in Midtown. And the guy that I worked for uh, I work for now yes. by the name of Rusty. I love this story <laughs> yeah. because listen, I yeah. love Russ. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, And it, it, he's going to be on this show. It, yeah. yeah. So, yes. Tell this story. That's on my list. Rusty's Rusty's one of my favorite people. I have to say this before I t say how uh, about me and Rust, uh, Rusty and I's history is R Rusty and I worked together at with the parole board actually uh, in downtown Atlanta and Rusty and Rusty's got, if you ever get to, if you don't know Rusty, you'll, you'll get to know him. And he's got a real country twang. He's from over in Carrollton area yes. of, of <laughs> West Georgia. And he would, he, we were driving somewhere down in South Georgia for work-related stuff. And he go, and I'll try to imitate him the best I can. He said, he said, Joe. I said, yeah, Rusty. He said, I got to pay. I said, okay, well, okay, Rusty, we'll pull over in a minute. He goes, no, Joe, I got to pay. It's not a matter of when, it's a matter of where. <laughs> So okay, I, I guess that means like now. But, so, but 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 you did that really good. Too. <laughs> well, it's almost like being from Aniston, right? It was close to an Aniston accent, right? You can't get it perfect. Yeah, where but... you're from, I, I could pass if I went to visit Aniston, right? Right. Yes. Well, well, Rusty and I worked together when I when I went to. And this uh, was twenty twenty years, years ago. Twenty five years, nineteen ninety six. Wow. Twenty four years ago. Okay. I, I was a pro when I finished uh, school. Rusty, uh, I came up and I was a program manager for training and employment. And Rusty was in, in, in charge of the substance abuse piece for the parole board. And so we were both program managers, and 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 we and we worked very close together. And um, and then you know we he went a separate way. He went into private business, and I stayed on with the state. And um, and through a series of, of journeys, and I finally uh, separated from the state back in 2013. After like I said, twenty-seven and a half years, and um, and I was driving to work one day. I was I wasn't even working. I was I was driving. I remember uh, I forgot where, but I was driving, and my phone rings, and it's Rusty, and Rusty has uh, he's now the the clinical the, the vice president of clinical operations at St. Jude's Recovery mm -hmm. Center. And he asks me what I was doing. I said, driving, Rusty, uh, and <laughs> but he meant more in terms of, of working, and I wasn't really. You, uh, you were like semi-retired. Yeah, yeah, I had I yeah. worked at another place. I'd done I'd, I'd given uh, corporate sales a shot and hated all of that. Right. I made good money. Yeah, but hated again. No purpose, right? Right. I'd get up in the morning and I'd go to this job uh, and just hate every minute up from the from the time I get up in the morning. You ever had a job like that, or probably most jobs are like that? You get up in the morning, you get dressed, you get in the shower, and you're going, "Oh crap, oh, I gotta man. go to this place." Yes, worse. And I, and worse. I get there, and I'm in the parking lot, and I'm stalling in the parking lot. I don't mm -hmm. want to go in. And then finally, I go in, and then it's and it's clock watching all day. You mm -hmm. know, and again, make good money, right? Just no purpose to it at all. And so I, I worked there for about 16 months, and I, I think this, I had, I was semi-retired again. Well, semi. I was doing some a lot of volunteer work. There's some things, some projects, and some things, and some 
some organizations I'm interested in, and I and I did a lot of volunteer work for them. And I'm riding, uh, driving in my car, and my phone rings, and it's Rusty. And Rusty says, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Well, you know, kind of between things, I'm not really looking for anything. I'm not really not looking for anything." And he asked me, "Did I want to come to work with him down at St. Jude's Recovery Center, working at intake discharge?" And it was right in line with the kind of some of the volunteer work I was doing, and some of the organizations I was working with. And it and it, and, and it goes back to to that wasn't bumping into something that was a purposeful journey mm. i think uh we all have a higher power i think of some sort and and, it, and, if, and if we're kind of doing the right things and leaning the right way and and thinking about our day and thinking about our life and what we really want to do that that those paths are provided for us it's not that happenstance that i, that I was so used to before and so i started working uh it's been about 16 18 months ago um i was intake a discharge specialist there and then uh, about September, no, August, it was middle of August, I, uh, I went over to as a group trainer. So I work with the more of the yeah. clients directly. And, and St. Jude's Recovery is a fascinating, awesome place, nonprofit that tries to change lives and, and, and help people get back on the path to recovery. And it's really, really been gratifying. I don't get up in the morning now and go, oh, crap, I got to go to work. You, right. And you're not looking at your watch during no, the day. No. And, you know, that's... For them to have you, I mean, that seems just like, that's a God thing to me, you know, for, for you to be in that position Absolutely. because it's, that, that's, and the fact that Rusty got, like he called you out of the well, blue of the and brain. yeah, I, I, I totally Literally that. hadn't seen him from the time I started working there, uh, May of last year. I hadn't seen Rusty in, he must've left the state sometime around 2002, 2003. I hadn't seen him in 16 years and all of a sudden, you know, he pops up. And, and again, it sounds like it might have been bumping, you know, happenstance, but mm -hmm. this is different. This is a plan right. that, that I'm not in charge of, right? Yeah. And I end up working at a place that, again, I get up in the morning, I, I almost, I almost, I almost, almost say you don't have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> almost. almost say it's, you don't it's have to pay me. It's in your thought, right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I get up in the morning, I get to, oh, I get to go to work today. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's how huge. lucky, how lucky yeah. am I to, to have that where I really get to go and have a small piece and and, and possibly changing someone else's life. Absolutely. It it's, is ridiculous. It's, a game it's yeah. ridiculous. I don't deserve it. Yeah. I really don't. Oh my gosh, it's you awesome. totally do. Um that's so good because I didn't know so are you is it male? Are you working with just males or are there females or are these people that are coming in? their family members bring them in and you, you kind of take over or you do that, the interview or how, how does that work? Cause I know we've talked about it, but well, right. Well, the in, in the role I do now, but the, the interesting thing is St. Jude's is, is, and I'm not trying to plug St. Jude's, but I am trying to plug St. Jude's because right. if you need this kind of help, it's a really good place. We do. We take people with primarily, they don't have insurance or, or mm -hmm. let's say they, if they have insurance, it's not required. To, where, uh, to, to get entry in, into St. Jude's, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a holistic approach. We, we have a lot of people that have dual diagnosis or have co-occurring issues that, that we help. We have, a, 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 firstly, we have a, a, a detox unit. Uh, it's, it, it's just because of COVID, it's changed a little bit. It used to be 21 days for anybody that came into detox, but it can be from seven to 21 days, male and female. Uh, at one point, we had six, basically six. Uh, it can it can adapt a little bit. Six female beds for detox and, and eighteen male beds. Uh, uh, we serve basically the community that that we're located in in Midtown. Uh, a lot of people have hit some 
hit some bottoms in their life and don't really have uh, resources or if they had resources, sometimes, you know, certain behaviors, our family gets, gets tired of us behaving right. a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so they say, you got to go. And so uh, St. Jude's, we also have a, a, if you finish detox, you can go, we have a, a women's facility that has about 12 beds. That's up to six months. It, it can be longer um, of, of long-term recovery, uh, IOP, intensive out, outpatient treatment. Okay. But, but but they're living there, and we have being renovated right now is a fifty bed male facility. Uh, and then we also have what's called our family care center, which is trying to oh, reunite wow. women that have lost custody of their children. Oh, wow. We really work closely with DFACs mm-hmm. if they've lost custody, and that's at a really cool place in West Midtown. It's an old old renovated elementary school, um, and the women live there. And if it's and if it, it can be worked out, we, we encourage getting the children to live there with them and. Mm-hmm reuniting and reorganizing and re and and, and refocusing lives um and we also have an outpatient um we have quite a few people that come in just on an outpatient level they they go home at night and they come back during the day and we also have some longer term residential smaller houses that women and men that are transitioning from our IOP program that 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 wants some more support that they can go to. It's a really cool place. Very cool. And St. Jude's, no it, and it's not associated with the children's hospital. I was about at all. to say, so it's no, not no, okay. No, it's that, not part of. This was established before the St. Jude's really? uh, Children's Center that Danny okay. Thomas started in Memphis um, in the 72, 73, I think, when Danny Thomas started that. St. Jude's Midtown's been there since the early sixties, so. It's really, really uh, changed changed my life and, and changed, uh, the, again, it goes back to the purpose. You know, I, I think about my whole journey, and I think a lot of us are like that, how we just bump into stuff, right? Right, right. We, it's not really planned out. You don't, you know, you don't start when you leave home and go, this is my plan for my life, and I'm going to do this at this, 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 and this. We just kind of yeah. bump into stuff and then try to deal with it. And right. And bump into something else and try to deal with it. Yes. And, and this whole purpose-driven life is really, really... Um, Changed my whole perspective. I've never been happier. I've never been oh my gosh! In my life. I know. I, I, I. Well, you are just a happy person. You're just one well, of the I those guys. People, I can take around people like you. How can but, I not be happy? You know, we can not even say anything and laugh. You know happen. what I mean? Exactly. And it's just really weird. I feel like maybe we just get each other in a weird, different way. Right, but right, right. no, you're you're just a you're. That's why I love you so much. You're just a inspire you inspire me you well, do and well i'm inspired by this i'm inspired by you really you know uh, taking an idea it, it, it goes right along with that purpose driven right yes that this this didn't happen by mistake you right. didn't go oh let me try a podcast i have wonder what i'm gonna do you had a thought and 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 and, and, and taking it by the reins and and that again goes back to that purpose driven stuff really really is exciting yeah it? i love it i know it's it's, it's what amazing. gets me out of bed in the morning <laughs> and your text i get a text every morning from joe by the way which is amazing or, i love or, that or, or you text me we, yeah, we, yeah depends we, yeah. on who gets up early. <laughs> who gets up early we're, we're, we're both early risers i'm a 5 15 guy i'm 4 30 yeah, so i usually so. beat you but yeah i have, yeah, I have to yeah. make my coffee and let my dogs out you, before you, i can your day's half over phone. by the time i text you. <laughs> yes <laughs> Well, I love, so, you know, about three years ago, I was in, you know, I was in a rough area of my life. I was going through a divorce. Mm. I was in a um, Mm. bad relationship, bad place in life, didn't have a job. Mm. You know, life was just a little upside down Mm. for me. And a few, 
many things, but a few things that you, you know, when I would come to you, um, that you would tell me that literally take me through every day of my life. Now it's something I kind of live my, my life by. But, uh, one thing you taught me early on was that, um, there are no, there are no shortcuts Mm -hmm. in this journey. Um, Jen loves a, a shortcut in anything. If there's a diet pill, I'm going to take it. If there's like a magic, you know, I, I want a shortcut. I want somebody to hand me the manual of life and I want to flip to the last chapter right. and be like, you know, I want to do right. it my right. way. I want to do it my way. Right. And you know, that's that, I think that's something uh, that comes with age where you kind of start learning. There's no shortcuts, but I swear, I think it's just in my DNA that I want an instant gratification. I want something to happen overnight. Right. And if it doesn't, screw it, forget right. it. <laughs> Let me start on something else. I, I, I understand that. And I didn't really understand. I, I don't even know what it was that I came to you about. But um, you you basically look, you're, you just can look me in the eye and say, there are, you know, you mm-hmm. idiot, there's mm-hmm. no shortcuts. And talk a little bit about that. Like, how 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 did you come to figure out there are no freaking shortcuts. You know, I, like, I, I, I really don't think there are. I, I, I was fortunate enough to meet you on the end of your last journey that you described and then the beginning of this new journey. I, I was one, uh, consider myself very fortunate to have met you during that transition period. And, and I've gotten, just as a, an aside, I've gotten to watch the growth. I've gotten to watch how you've developed in, into that, to that person you described, right? Going through the divorce, mm-hmm. going through the hard times, not knowing what to do, not knowing... Uh, if there's a solution or how do I get out of this or, or thinking you maybe even that you were the only one to ever have gone through that kind yes. of that kind of dark period in life and, mm-hmm. and I think we all have, have done that I, I, I think about that a lot about this no shortcut thing because as I look back on my own life my own journey I think about everything that I value the most now I work the hardest for mm, yes uh, Things that were given to me, mm-hmm. I, I may appreciate them at the moment, but I quickly don't value them. I think about that. You know, we t- I, I was lucky enough to get a scholarship to play basketball in college. And it's not like I didn't work for the scholarship, but it's because basketball is something I like to do and things associated with basketball I enjoyed doing. I felt like that was a gift, right? So I graduated when I was going to school on basketball scholarship. I finished um, my, my GPA was point. No, it was 2.14 or 2.12. Somewhere in that very, very low C range. Yeah. I like to say I graduated magnum cum barely from college. <laughs> um, because I, cause I, I didn't value it, right? Yeah. Uh, not as much as, I, for example, I went to grad school. And I was, when you start stroking checks for college... Then I don't want to leave early. Yeah. I don't want the. I don't want there to be a, a night off. I want to. I want everybody to, to be there. I want. I want to stay the full time because I'm stroking checks now. I've got skin in the game. Yeah. So I value that so much mm-hmm. more. And and so there are no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. There was there was no shortcut that you talked about that dark experience. That that wasn't a, a a quick overnight shortcut to get there. Right. That was a that took a long time. Yeah. For things to develop into a divorce situation or money situation or maybe you're spiritually lost that takes a long time getting it back isn't that easy either mm. right it's 10 miles in the woods how far do you think it is out of the woods jen oh yeah it's 10 miles out yes if i don't get lost yep 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 mm, but when you great. make when you make it out right the hard work it takes to come out you'll value that whole experience more. oh my gosh yes a hundred percent so so that. there are no shortcuts in life yeah 
Yeah, I still look for him though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the cliff don't, notes. don't get me wrong. I still look for yeah, him. Give me but... the give me the cliff notes. Yes, I want to know. Yeah, let's watch the end of the movie and then I'll take the time right. to watch the beginning of it. Right? Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Um, and I, I love to another another thing that I use is um, you know I, I use this with my kids a lot too. I use all this with my kids, but um, j- maybe in a different way. You know, like when they mm-hmm. haven't cleaned their room or mm-hmm. something. Uh, but you're you you also taught me to uh, is staying in the solution. Um, my go to is you know I, I talked in my introductory that about you know my pity parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the pity party. You know, Mickey, our oh, good friend Mickey always says, <laughs> yeah. well, did you bring a stripper at least to the, yeah, to the, the you probably had fruit or some <laughs> bullshit like that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to stay in my pity party. Um, and, and oh my God, I, you know, I do that a lot, but my pity parties are shorter where they used to be when I was in a, when I was in a bad spot weeks. You know, days, weeks, months. And I think the biggest thing um, for me is, okay, let's stay in the solution. Mm -hmm. Okay, what, you know, I've come to you so many times about stuff. And it's like, you know, my car, my check engine light is on. You know, my funds are low. I've got $25 (laughs) in my bank account. Uh, You know, this and that and this and that and this and that. There's something new every day. Okay, well, wh- what are you going to do about right, it, though? Right, you know, right. and that didn't make any sense to me right. for a long time right. because it's like, no, you don't understand. I, you know, right, right. You know, my check in, like, if I don't have my car, I don't have, th- th- I can't get my yeah. kids, you know. And okay, but what are what are we going to do about it? Yeah, the, the, the solution is it, I, just as an aside. Also, you you I remember t- one time we were driving in your car and it was and it was sprinkling and, <laughs> oh, and you turned your windshield wipers on and I heard this awful screeching noise with one of your windshield wipers. I didn't even hear it, it because I'm so used to it. it metal this. against glass. And I said, "How long have you been? How long have you been driving like this?" She goes, "I don't." She said, "I don't know." Years. Years. And I said, well, let's, let's go stop at the at, at Riley Auto Parts. Riley's, and in two minutes, yep. we, we had a, and $3 later, we had a new. I had, had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, that could be done like that. All right. So there's a solution, right? <laughs> there, there was a perfect solution. Well, well, one of the things I've realized in, 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 uh, in this journey of mine is, is that usually if, if, I'm in, if, I'm, if I'm in a bad place, if I'm, if I'm not uh, feeling well or I'm not. Uh, or, or I'm feeling like I'm a victim of some situation or I'm in the middle of a pity party is that one of the first things I've been taught is to look at what, what, what about me is causing that? Because mm, yes. it always comes back to me that, that, if, that, that if I'm the source of the problem, then I, which, because I can't control anybody else, right? Right, right. I, and, and, and I'm really good at that victim thing. I love some, you'd mentioned pity parties. I love some pity parties. I like to I like to go home and I like to get on the couch and I like to get my pity blanket and I like to turn the lights down low and I like to, you know to just just yeah. do that. That's kind of my, my default position. But I, what I what I've what I've found is that is that if 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 most of the if I'm the source of most of my problems, I'm I am the source of most of my solutions. Hmm. That um that if I can figure out what about me is causing me to 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 either feel this way or, or, or to be victimized by other people, or I think I'm victimized by other people, 
then I can be the solution. Um, and, it, and I often say, uh, where I work at St. Jude, somebody will come and say, well, I'm mad, I'm irritated, I I'm, I'm, I'm feel like somebody's done me wrong. And, and my answer to them is, how long do you want to feel that way? That the only thing I really control is are my attitudes and my actions. Right. And if I can focus on the solution and focus my attitude and my actions on the solution, then I can come out of it. Mm. People often wonder, for example, um, let's say you're an alcoholic or you're an addict or something like that. And somebody will say, people will say, well, how did I get here? What makes me drink? What makes me act this way? And I often say, I know that's important to find out. Maybe, uh, you know, what caused you to get to that point in mm -hmm. life. But then I, my, my answer is always, okay, now that you know that, now what? Mm. Now that you know what the source of this pain is that caused you this 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 lifestyle of addiction or lifestyle of alcoholism, what are you going to do about it? Mm. And it's always to me about action that I that I, you know, <laughs> I, I, if, if if I could, I can't even control my thoughts or my dreams. Because if I could control my thoughts and my dreams, I'd be dreaming about Jennifer Aniston or Selma Hayek or thinking about them all the time. Right? I can't yes. even control that. <laughs> yes. But once I have the thought, positive or negative, it's my actions that are important. Mm -hmm. So again, staying in the solution, that, that's always been a place that makes my life, again, more purposeful. If, 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 if you came to me all the time and I just co-signed your pity, yeah. then, then what good am I doing you? Right. If I say, let's together, let's think about how do we get better. Yeah. Then, then you know, then that is what, what, what kind of drives my life right now. You know, we can... We can all say, uh, again, about uh, the source of the problem, does it really matter when the, when the solution is, 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 is what we all are trying to seek and trying to get better at? And again, it leads to that more purposeful life, right? Mm. Make sense? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. That's a game changer. Okay, well, that was funny. We had I had somebody come to the door, and I had to pause this, which I didn't even know how to pause it, so hopefully it's recording again, Joe. Well, well you the, had to. The be. dogs were going crazy. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that, that was a good break, a good bathroom break, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, God, let's hope I can go back and edit some of this, which I don't think I will have to. I don't think it's you need to. so good. I, I love to. this. Me I too. really love this. It's a Sunday afternoon. I can imagine spending... Thank you again for the invite. It's so made cool. my day. It really has. Um, I, I do want to share. So I, I do kind of live my life now. And I think this is kind of where my life started to shift is when I realized that um, life is happening for me uh, instead of life happening to me. Oh. Um, that's been a huge thing, you know, up until I was, I don't know, 40 years old. I thought everything was just happening to me. I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. You know, everything was happening. And when I started looking at life as these things are happening for me, whether they suck or whether it's a great thing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm able to see that now, you know, and not all the time, but I'm able to see that if I'm in a bad spot, I'm able to see that outcome either the next day or a few weeks right. later, or the right. next year or two years. Like in this case, I'm able to see why I why I was going through that. It goes back to that pity party, right? I it, like to be the victim, right? Yes. It goes back to that pity party. It goes back to poor Jen and <laughs> playing the victim. Right. And so talk a little bit about that. I mean, do you feel like where where did your life 
start to kind of shift? Yeah. Was it, um, you know, was it a higher power? Was it, you know, well, where? Well, it, it, I think it, as I look back and I describe this whole, you know, bumping into things, thing, life happening, life happening, like you said to me, right? I bump into a marriage, I bump into a career. It's not, not purposeful at all. I, I, as I look back on it, that was me operating totally off self-will, right? That was me wanting what I want, when I want it, and I want it now, right? And, and that comes a lot with a lot of errors. It comes a lot with a lot of, a lot of missteps. And, and, and if, if you take Joe back to his core on self-will, I'm selfish, I'm self-centered. Mm -hmm. And again, I want what I want, I want what I want, I want it when I want it, and when I think I deserve it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so these instincts that, that, that I was born with, what happens, what happened to me is, is, is I took them to a whole different level. My, my self-centeredness grew and grew and grew. And, and when, when I, when I only see from myself out, then I am the victim when the bad things happen. Mm. And I am the, uh, I am the producer of good stuff when good stuff happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and that's a tough place to be. What, what I found in, in, in this journey that I'm on is that is that I have a higher power who, who, who gave me these instincts I just kind of described. Um, and, and he has a will for me too. And if I, if, if I can live my life trying to align my will with his will, then it's less self-centered. It becomes more selfless. If I can become a person who is of service, if I can try to figure out, I ask myself questions I never used to ask myself. I never asked myself things like, what's the right thing to do? I was born that way and I was raised yeah. that way. Well, what's the right thing to do? But I, be, I, I wandered off into some place. That went I couldn't out even, the window. Yeah, I couldn't even describe it. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that everything was about self-centered and selfishness. But when I asked myself, what's the right thing to do here? Mm. What's, what, is, what is maybe this higher power that I'm on a journey to try to find? Um, what is his will? And I think I, I think that is the ultimate journey. I know enough about Buddhism to be um, to be dangerous, right? But when I started this journey, I met a guy, and he talked about uh, he talked about uh, uh, harm in the world, right? The pain that goes on in the world, and that one of the objectives of man is under this uh, under this form of Buddhism is to reduce the amount of suffering in the world. Mm -hmm. And, and he said that, he told me, he said that, that, that if, you, if you, the most effective way to, to reduce the amount of suffering is first to reduce my own. Mm. Kind of like the airline stewardess, right? She says when, when she's giving you the instructions and the right. masks fall down, they say put the mask on yourself mm -hmm. first and then you can help other people. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same way with this spiritual thing I'm trying to go through. That if I can reduce my own suffering, mm -hmm. then I can help someone else reduce theirs. And, and that idea is, it was, it was transformational. It, it was game changing. Um, that maybe you remember, I remember being in fifth grade, you may or may not have the same sociology teacher I had because you're, I'm, I'm just a little bit older than you <laughs> is, is they said the, the, uh, that the oldest questions man has asked himself are who am I and why am I here? Right after they started the hunter gathering thing and they could communicate, who am I as a person and why am I on this planet? And that is also a spiritual journey. What is my purpose here? And I really do think that, that, that my purpose 
And I, and I think a lot of other people's purpose is to help another human being. Mm, yes. It's to be able to, to build a relationship with people and then to maybe reduce some of their suffering by some of my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's a very spiritual process for me, right? It, it becomes more purposeful when you think about, is that really why I'm here? That I need to take action on that. And so I kind of go through my day looking at first, am I doing harm? Am I hurting someone? Have I lied to someone? Have I been dishonest? Have I, have I done some things I'm not proud of? If I have, then I need to stop it immediately and maybe apologize for it and then reboot and start trying to be helpful. It's, 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 it's a daily process for me just to try to maybe positively impact someone else's life. But I have to be healthy first though, right? Yes. If I'm suffering, then I can't, you know, it's like a tooth. If I have a toothache, that's the only thing going on in this world is my toothache. Yes. I can't sleep. I can't eat. I can't do anything. When I get my tooth fixed, then I can help other people. You know, does mm-hmm. that make sense? Absolutely. It does. Yes. So, so this higher power thing and, and this whole idea of a lot of getting out of me and my will for life, because yes. mm-hmm. again, because essentially I'm greedy, I'm selfish, and then getting into what my higher powers idea of, uh, of what he wants for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and somehow through that, somehow, I don't know how it works. Somehow by doing that, I'm at peace. Yeah. I have a little bit of serenity. Yes. I get up and I don't, my problems are reduced. Yeah. yeah. My issues are less. Mm. I don't bump into stuff as much. Right. I take pur- purposeful steps in a direction. And isn't that it? And for me, that was a game changer. And it continues to be a game changer, and it's a lifelong process to get there. For me. That is so good. That is so good. That, that makes is, sense. Makes total sense. <laughs> and you know that that is where I'm going with this podcast. You know, I mean, that's what I want everything about this podcast to be. You know, the love, the inspire, the fitness, uh, the trust is all of that journey. What you just talked about. Whether it be a, a spiritual journey, you know, right. whether it be, but it, it's about that service. I really um, like the holistic approach you're taking to this thing. It's not just one little piece. Right. If you take, if you take all four components that you're talking about, that's what life is, right? Yes. Yes. It's love. It's inspiration. It's fitness. It's personal health. I a plug. I just want to brag on myself today. Uh, today is day eleven of me not smoking. Huge. Huge. <laughs> eleven days. We were at ten yesterday. <laughs> that's right. We've made it to <laughs> another day, which is amazing. How are you feeling? I'm feeling feeling good. You went cold turkey, didn't you? Yeah. I'm feeling so good. Totally good. Feeling so good. You look good. You you got a glow. Like like, like I'm pregnant or something. You got got the pregnancy. You got the non Tabasco. No, I can't go. I can't go without Tabasco. I know. I, I go without Tabasco. I actually bought you uh, my first Tabasco bottle I, I, at Publix the other day just for another you. Another one of the reasons when, I love you. Yeah, I know. And you, didn't your dad tell you that you keep it in the refrigerator because it'll go bad? Yes, he said keep it in the refrigerator. Tabasco sauce does not go bad. Just, just that, that's just pu- just a little informational little, thing. Yeah. So go, yeah. No idea. It Never even go, bought not, it. Not go, not go okay, that's good to know. So good. I had so much fun today. This I love you so much. And this, this is, this is why I have it on recording. And, um, you know, you, you touched on everything that, um, that I just want this podcast to be about, whether it be one person listening or a hundred right. or whatever, wherever it goes. But, um, you know, when things started shifting in, in my life is everything that you talked about and it's fallen into my personal life, uh, my work life, 
my my body, how I take care of my body, the food I eat, uh, the the workouts I do, the mental part of it. And I have to say a plug. I, I, I've had the catbird seat. I've had the seat. Uh, I was lucky enough again to meet you when you first began this journey. Yeah, you were talking about like hair extensions and my makeup being on backwards and. <laughs> I need a picture of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to tease you. She had the lipstick stuff where the eye stuff goes, and the eye stuff where the lipstick stuff goes. I remember. I remember. It was a mess. I was, I, I was a mess. But, no, yes, but, 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 I, but I've gotten to see that journey over yeah. the past three years. I've gotten to see you go from from that person that was in pain and, and trying to figure out what, what to do next and how to do it and, yeah. and watch you blossom into this into this really, really awesome woman that, that, that's taking on this project and doing some really good stuff. I'm so proud of you. I can't so see cool. straight. I love it. I love it. And I love you. So you're going to come back? Whenever you allow me. Okay. Whenever, I... the, whenever the pain from this dissipates, you can call me. You, you can ask no me to way. come back. No way. You are going to be a frequent guest, and hopefully you'll be able to interview some people for me and oh, like get your to. get your guys and would love to. You, you help so many people i'd love to have oh, those people some guys on out and there that can really 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 maybe uh help spread yeah. a really solid message oh very good thank you thank you thank you for this thank we're gonna you. have to take a few pictures that so i can post and <laughs> uh guys out there thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Um, I, I've got a Facebook page and an Instagram page and all the good stuff on social media that I will be sharing this on. And uh, again, I am Jen, and I'm just so grateful that this happened. Joe, thank you again. We will be back soon. Thank you, guys. Have a great afternoon.